Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday, July the 16th. We made it through another week. Uh, thanks be God. And uh, I hope that whenever you see this, wherever you this, you feel abundance and, and presence. One beside you does you. And I and, uh, what a wonder thing that is. Hey, say uh, we're going to jump into the Word of God, and we're going to jump into the 12th chapter. We finished the 11th chapter of Matthew yesterday. Going to be a little bit shorter podcast today uh, because yesterday was so lengthy. Trying to be better, uh, because sometimes it takes and goes. So today we're going to focus on again the law, but what is law? So Matthew chapter twelve, verses one to eight. If you'd like to follow along, let's see what God has for us today within His Word. Okay. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus was going through a field of grain on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry and began to pick the heads of grain and eat them. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, See, your disciples are doing what is unlawful to do on the Sabbath. He said to them, Have you not read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? how he went into the house of God and ate the bread of offering, which neither he nor his companions, but only the priests, could lawfully eat. Or have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath, the priests serving in the temple violate the Sabbath and are innocent? I say to you, something greater than the temple is here, If you knew what this meant, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, you would not have condemned these innocent men. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Familiar uh, Gospel verse, right? And, And really the theme which which Jesus is bringing us to is also familiar. Uh, my goodness, we we went through this maybe ad nauseum during the Sermon on the Mount, right? Where, where we're talking about what law is, but not only what law is, but where it points us to. So we revisit that. Why do we revisit that so often? Because, brothers and sisters, we can forget I think, it's certainly true for me, I, I suspect it's true for you, I think Jesus keeps coming back to it, because I think, again, I love that line, forgive, I, I can't remember exactly where it is, but he knows the heart of humanity. Why? Because it's who he is. And he knows that we can fall into this easy pattern. What is that pattern? We can fall into the pattern of simply going through the motions, simply becoming a routine. We can go through something and it just becomes rote and not an affair of the heart. And and so there are occasions in our life, maybe very often, where we need to be jarred, we need to be shaken out of that routine and those rote actions and thoughts those rote actions and words in order that it may again become that affair of the heart. Here is, is just a, you know one example of many, right? Where the, okay, so the disciples are going through the field of grain, so they're walking. Now one is only supposed to be able to walk so far on the Sabbath. Uh, I believe the law said you could walk you know, 50 steps or something, uh, uh, and, and no more. And if so, you had to go out and feed your, your oxen. You had to go out and, and take care of one of your animals, and it was more, they were more than 50 steps away. Well, they had to wait. They couldn't be fed that day, you know, and, uh, and, and somehow does that honor God because a man-made law, not that, that honoring the Sabbath is a man-made law, but the man-made law is how many steps can you do what is dishonoring the Sabbath? Is 51 steps, but 50 is okay? What is that maxim? Jesus uses it in another place. Well, you know, which one of you wouldn't, wouldn't you know, help your oxen out of a pit or, or a donkey or whatever had they fallen in one? 
you know, and, and whether it's 51 steps or, or 49, that we're losing the, the premise of what it, it's pointing us to. Now, keep holding holy the Sabbath is indeed a law and a wonderful law uh, designed to honor God and to design to honor humanity. Um, oh, you know, Richard Rohr, not Richard Rohr, excuse me, Ron Rollheiser has written extensively on it. Uh, he writes a column weekly and writes on what Sabbath is and, and what, it, what it brings to us. Uh, and so if you've never uh, read any Ron Rollheiser, he's fantastic. Uh, uh, Father Ron, an ordered priest within our, our church. But uh, just talks about how, you know, the Sabbath is meant to set aside so we don't become slaves to our own notions of, of our own importance or slaves to work or slaves to, to that realization that, brothers and sisters, I can be taken out of this world, that, that I'm not that important, that the world will continue on without me. And the Sabbath reminds us of that, that when we set it aside as that day of rest, that it's, it'll still be there with all its wonders and beauty and all of its problems on that next day when we enter back into it. Um, and, uh, and, and how we honor that by honoring how we're made as humans. Well, here, okay, so they're walking through this field of grain on the Sabbath. Sorry, got a little, you know, sidetracked with that. And the disciples were hungry. So not only are they breaking the Sabbath by that walking idea, certainly more than 50 steps, but they're picking the grains, the heads of grain, and eating them, which that would be work as well, picking that and eating them. And the Pharisees are grumbling. The Pharisees are grumbling about that. Well, first of all, Pharisees, what are you doing out there on the Sabbath? Isn't, isn't that against the Sabbath too? But that's neither here nor there. But they're grumbling that they see the, 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 the disciples doing this. And Jesus confronts them about David and his men uh, when they were on the run from uh, King Saul and how they, uh, they did this action, that they went into the temple and ate this bread that was set aside for God that only the priests could do. And so he uses scripture against them and in a sense entraps them, but then points them to the larger issue. He's saying, listen, God in the psalm says, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. I desire mercy. That's, that's where the law is pointing, right? The, the, the importance of the human being. Here are people who are hungry, but we're not talking about their hunger, right? We're not saying God's law fulfills uh, what it is that we long for. Um, we're simply saying, okay, this man-made part that we surrounded God's law with, we surrounded and put all these man-made ideas around God's law of what it means to keep the Sabbath. They're breaking those rather than looking and saying, there were people that are hungry and they no longer are. Brothers and sisters, the point here, and, and I'll be quiet, is are we caught up today? Can we look at ourselves today and our own actions and, and ask ourselves, are we going through the motions in our love of God today, only today? And are there ways that we can be jarred out of that and, um, and make it a fair and a fair of the heart again? Because God desires that, that action of the heart. And that's why he, I think he's pointing to the psalm. Um, but contemplate instead, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. We can make it, brothers and sisters, so that we don't eat meat any Friday. The church used to do that, right? Not just during Lent. And then we can simply set up ways that we uh, go about not eating meat on Friday, on all Fridays in our life. Um, but does that bring us closer to God? It can, most certainly can, or it most certainly can simply be a habit. 
that, that we go through. God is, I, I don't believe, is honored by habits. He's honored by conscious decisions of the heart to honor him and to honor who we are as individuals and to honor other human beings. And, and when we do this uh, on the Sabbath or on other days, I think we honor God. God desires, and, and I'll stop with this, God desires your heart actively and my heart actively involved, making decisions that bless him, that bless one another and lift up their life. I think, I think in looking at these hungry disciples, I think an honoring of them would have been, come to my house and let me make you a feast in the midst of your hunger. Even though that may violate our law today, let me, uh, let me be hospitable to you. Um, and, and in, I'll say solving, that's not the word I'm looking for, in taking away that longing, uh, I am communing with you, and and um, and we are 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 in that relationship. Uh, and 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 because we're in relationship, we're honoring love that that law, which is love, and not just simply looking at the external. Listen, we need to be people who honor the Sabbath. I think we may have gone too far, in in if. Can society, now this is a good question for me. I know I said I'd end on that last point, but this just came to my mind. If we are no different than everybody else when it comes to our, our on the Sabbath, now for us, you and I, that's Sunday, right? If we look no differently than everybody else on Sundays, I don't think we're honoring the Sabbath here either. I think people should look at us somehow and say, how do we honor the Sabbath? Because it's more than simply going to church. How do we set aside and simply say, okay, I'm going to encounter this day as well. I think we've gone too far on the other side. This is, ah, you know, let's just treat it as any other day. God invites the Sabbath for our fullness of life to honor us fully in our human endeavor. And I think we've gone too far in that we don't set it aside any longer. On the other side of the coin, the Pharisees, I think, have gone too far in... Uh, in setting aside these man-made laws around it uh, and, and are missing the heart of it. I think both sides have something to learn from the beauty of what honoring the Sabbath is. That's plenty for today, more than I intended. Let's pray, and, uh, and, and I wish you a wonderful weekend in the midst of this um, and that somehow we can set aside time simply honoring God in the midst of our upcoming Sabbath. So let's, uh, let's conclude with prayer, trusting that our God knows exactly what we need, right? In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The fifth luminous mystery, the institution, the gift of the Eucharist to us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, 
Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters, have a wonderful weekend. Blessings. Thanks for breaking open God's word. And let's see if you and I somehow can engage our hearts uh, in whatever it is that we are actively working with those others in our lives that, again, easy to go through the, the motions with because we know them, they know us. But let's actively engage our hearts with our wonderful God and with those beloved women and men in our lives uh, this coming weekend. God's peace. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday, July the 16th. We made it through another week. Uh, thanks be God. And uh, I hope that whenever you listen to this, wherever you to this, you feel God's abundance and, and presence walking beside you because it does you. And, I, and uh, what a wonderful thing that is. Hey, so hey, uh, we're going to jump into the Word of God, and we're going to jump into the 12th chapter. We finished the 11th chapter of Matthew yesterday. Going to be a little bit shorter podcast today uh, because yesterday was so lengthy. Uh, some tests are takes and goes. So today we're going to focus on the law. But what is law? So Matthew 12, verses 1 to 8, if you'd like to follow along. Let's see what God has for us today within his word, okay? A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus was going through a field of grain on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry and began to pick the heads of grain and eat them. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, See, your disciples are doing what is unlawful to do on the Sabbath. He said to them, Have you not read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? How he went into the house of God and ate the bread of offering, which neither he nor his companions, but only the priests, could lawfully eat. Or have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath, the priests serving in the temple violate the Sabbath and are innocent? I say to you, something greater than the temple is here. If you knew what this meant, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, you would not have condemned these innocent men. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Familiar uh, Gospel verse, right? And, and really the theme which, which Jesus is bringing us to is also familiar. Uh, my goodness, we, we went through this maybe ad nauseum during the Sermon on the Mount, right? Where, where we're talking about what law is, but not only what law is, but where it points us to. So we revisit that. Why do we revisit that so often? Because, brothers and sisters, we can forget I think, it's certainly true for me. I, I suspect it's true for you. I think Jesus keeps coming back to it because I think, again, I love that line. Forgive, I, I can't remember exactly where it is, but he knows the heart of humanity. Why? Because it's who he is. And he knows 
that we can fall into this easy pattern. What is that pattern? We can fall into the pattern of simply going through the motions, simply becoming a routine. We can go through something and it just becomes rote and not an affair of the heart. And, and so there are occasions in our life, maybe very often, where we need to be jarred, we need to be shaken out of that routine and those rote actions and thoughts, those rote actions and words, in order that it may again become that affair of the heart. Here is, is just a, you know one example of many, right? Where the, okay, so the disciples are going through the field of grain, so they're walking. Now, one is only supposed to be able to walk so far on the Sabbath. Uh, I believe the law said you could walk, you know, 50 steps or something uh, uh, and, and no more. And if so, you had to go out and feed your, your oxen. You had to go out and, and take care of one of your animals. And it was more, they were more than 50 steps away. Well, they had to wait. They couldn't be fed that day, you know, and, uh, and, and somehow does that honor God. Because a man-made law, not that, that honoring the Sabbath is a man-made law, but the man-made law is how many steps can you do? What is dishonoring the Sabbath? Is 51 steps, but 50 is okay? What is that maxim? Jesus uses it in another place. Well, you know, which one of you wouldn't, wouldn't you know, help your oxen out of a pit or, or a donkey or whatever had they fallen in one? you know, and, and whether it's 51 steps or, or 49, that we're losing the, the premise of what it, it's pointing us to. Now, keep holding holy the Sabbath is indeed a law and a wonderful law uh, designed to honor God and to design to honor humanity. Um, oh, you know, Richard Rohr, not Richard Rohr, excuse me, Ron Rollheiser has written extensively on it. Uh, he writes a column weekly and writes on what Sabbath is and, and what, it, what it brings to us. Uh, and so if you've never uh, read any Ron Rollheiser, he's fantastic. Uh, uh, Father Ron, an ordered priest within our, our church. But uh, just talks about how, you know, the Sabbath is meant to set aside so we don't become slaves to our own notions of, of our own importance or slaves to work or slaves to, to that realization that, brothers and sisters, I can be taken out of this world, that, that I'm not that important, that the world will continue on without me. And the Sabbath reminds us of that, that when we set it aside as that day of rest, that it's, it'll still be there with all its wonders and beauty and all of its problems on that next day when we enter back into it. Um, and, uh, and, and how we honor that by honoring how we're made as humans. Well, here, okay, so they're walking through this field of grain on the Sabbath. Sorry, got a little, you know, sidetracked with that. And the disciples were hungry. So not only are they breaking the Sabbath by that walking idea, certainly more than 50 steps, but they're picking the grains, the heads of grain, and eating them, which that would be work as well, picking that and eating them. And the Pharisees are grumbling. The Pharisees are grumbling about that. Well, first of all, Pharisees, what are you doing out there on the Sabbath? Isn't, isn't that against the Sabbath too? But that's neither here nor there. But they're grumbling that they see the, 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 the disciples doing this. And Jesus confronts them about David and his men uh, when they were on the run from uh, King Saul and how they, uh, they did this action, that they went into the temple and ate this bread that was set aside for God that only the priests could do. And so he uses scripture against them and in a sense entraps them, but then points them to the larger issue. He's saying, listen, God in the Psalms says, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. I desire mercy. That's, that's where the law is pointing, right? 
the, the, the importance of the human being. Here are people who are hungry, but we're not talking about their hunger, right? We're not saying God's law fulfills uh, what it is that we long for. Um, we're simply saying, okay, this man-made part that we surrounded God's law with, we surrounded and put all these man-made ideas around God's law of what it means to keep the Sabbath. They're breaking those rather than looking and saying, there were people that are hungry and they no longer are. Brothers and sisters, the point here, and, and I'll be quiet, is are we caught up today? Can we look at ourselves today and our own actions and, and ask ourselves, are we going through the motions in our love of God today, only today? And are there ways that we can be jarred out of that and, um, and make it a fair and a fair of the heart again? Because God desires that, that action of the heart. And that's why he, I think he's pointing to the psalm. Um, but contemplate instead, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. We can make it, brothers and sisters, so that we don't eat meat any Friday. The church used to do that, right? Not just during Lent. And then we can simply set up ways that we uh, go about not eating meat on Friday, on all Fridays in our life. Um, but does that bring us closer to God? It can, most certainly can. Or most certainly can simply be a habit that, that we go through. God is, I, I don't believe, is honored by habits. He's honored by conscious decisions of the heart to honor him and to honor who we are as individuals and to honor other human beings. And, and when we do this uh, on the Sabbath or on other days, I think we honor God. God desires, and, and I'll stop with this, God desires your heart actively and my heart actively involved, making decisions that bless him, that bless one another, and lift up their life. I think, I think in looking at these hungry disciples, I think an honoring of them would have been, come to my house and let me make you a feast in the midst of your hunger. Even though that may violate our law today. Let me, uh, let me be hospitable to you. Um, and, and in, uh, I'll say solving, that's not the word I'm looking for, in taking away that longing, uh, I am communing with you and, and, um, and we are, are, are in that relationship. Uh, and, and, and because we're in relationship, we're honoring love, that led law, which is love, and not just simply looking at the external. Listen, we need to be people who honor the Sabbath. I think we may have gone too far. In, in if, can society, now this is a good question for me. I know I said I'd end on that last point, but this just came to my mind. If we are no different than everybody else when it comes to our, our, on the Sabbath, now for us, you and I, that's Sunday, right? If we look no differently than everybody else on Sundays, I don't think we're honoring the Sabbath here either. I think people should look at us somehow and say, how do we honor the Sabbath? Because it's more than simply going to church. How do we set aside and simply say, okay, I'm going to encounter this day as well, I think we've gone too far on the other side. This is, ah, you know, let's just treat it as any other day. God invites the Sabbath for our fullness of life to honor us fully in our human endeavor. And I think we've gone too far in that we don't set it aside any longer. On the other side of the coin, the Pharisees, I think, have gone too far in, uh, in setting aside these man-made laws around it. Uh, and, and are missing the heart of it. I think both sides have something to learn from the beauty of what honoring the Sabbath is. That's plenty for today, more than I intended. Let's pray, and, uh, and, and I wish you a wonderful weekend in the midst of this, um, and that somehow we can set aside time simply honoring 
God in the midst of our upcoming Sabbath. So let's, uh, let's conclude with prayer. Trusting that our God knows exactly what we need, right? In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The fifth luminous mystery, the institution, the gift of the Eucharist to us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Brothers and sisters, have a wonderful weekend. Blessings. Thanks for breaking open God's word. And let's see if you and I somehow can engage our hearts uh, in whatever it is that we are actively working with those others in our lives that, again, easy to go through the, the motions with, because we know them, they know us. But let's actively engage our hearts with our wonderful God and with those beloved women and men in our lives uh, this coming weekend. God's peace. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday, July the 16th. We made it through another week. Uh, thanks be God. And uh, I hope that whenever you see this, wherever you this, you feel God's abundant grace and presence. One beside you because it does bid you. And, I, and uh, what a wonderful thing that is. Hey, so hey, uh, we're going to jump into the Word of God and we're going to jump into the 12th chapter. We finished the 11th chapter of Matthew yesterday. Going to be a little bit shorter podcast today uh, because yesterday was so lengthy. Be better. Uh, but sometimes it takes and goes. So today we're going to focus on the law. But what is law? So Matthew 12. Verses 1 to 8, if you'd like to follow along. Let's see what God has for us today within his word, okay? A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus was going through a field of grain on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry and began to pick the heads of grain and eat them. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, See, your disciples are doing what is unlawful to do on the Sabbath. He said to them, Have you not read what David did 
when he and his companions were hungry, how he went into the house of God and ate the bread of offering, which neither he nor his companions, but only the priests, could lawfully eat. Or have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath, the priests serving in the temple violate the Sabbath and are innocent? I say to you, something greater than the temple is here. If you knew what this meant, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, you would not have condemned these innocent men. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Familiar uh, gospel verse, right? And, and really the theme which, which Jesus is bringing us to is also familiar. Uh, my goodness, we, we went through this maybe ad nauseum during the Sermon on the Mount, right? Where, where we're talking about what law is, but not only what law is, but where it points us to. So we revisit that. Why do we revisit that so often? Because, brothers and sisters, we can forget. I, I think it's certainly true for me. I, I suspect it's true for you. I think Jesus keeps coming back to it because I think, again, I love that line, forgive, I, I can't remember exactly where it is, but he knows the heart of humanity. Why? Because it's who he is. And he knows that we can fall into this easy pattern. What is that pattern? We can fall into the pattern of simply going through the motions, simply becoming a routine. We can go through something and it just becomes rote and not an affair of the heart. And, and so there are occasions in our life, maybe very often, where we need to be jarred. We need to be shaken out of that routine and those rote actions and thoughts, those rote actions and words, in order that it may again become that affair of the heart. Here is, is just a, you know one example of many, right? Where the, okay, so the disciples are going through the field of grain, so they're walking. Now, one is only supposed to be able to walk so far on the Sabbath. Uh, I believe the law said you could walk, you know, 50 steps or something uh, uh, and, and no more. And if so, you had to go out and feed your, your oxen. You had to go out and, and take care of one of your animals. And it was more, they were more than 50 steps away. Well, they had to wait. They couldn't be fed that day, you know, and, uh, and, and somehow does that honor God because a man-made law, not that, that honoring the Sabbath is a man-made law, but the man-made law is how many steps can you do? What is dishonoring the Sabbath? Is 51 steps, but 50 is okay? What is that maxim? Jesus uses it in another place. Well, you know, which one of you wouldn't, wouldn't you know, help your oxen out of a pit or, or a donkey or whatever had they fallen in one? You know, and, and whether it's 51 steps or, or 49, that we're losing the, the premise of what it, it's pointing us to. Now, keep holding holy the Sabbath is indeed a law and a wonderful law uh, designed to honor God and to design to honor humanity. Um, oh, you know, Richard Rohr, not Richard Rohr, excuse me, Ron Rollheiser has written extensively on it. Uh, he writes a column weekly and writes on what Sabbath is and, and what, it, what it brings to us. Uh, and so if you've never uh, read any Ron Rollheiser, he's fantastic. Uh, uh, Father Ron, an ordered priest within our, our church. But uh, just talks about how, you know, the Sabbath is meant to set aside so we don't become slaves to our own notions of, of our own importance or slaves to work or slaves to, to that realization that, brothers and sisters, I can be taken out of this world, that, that I'm not that important, that the world will continue on without me. And the Sabbath reminds us of that, 
that when we set it aside as that day of rest, that it's, it'll still be there with all its wonders and beauty and all of its problems on that next day when we enter back into it. Um, and, uh, and, and how we honor that by honoring how we're made as humans. Well, here, okay, so they're walking through this field of grain on the Sabbath. Sorry, I got a little, you know, sidetracked with that. And the disciples were hungry. So not only are they breaking the Sabbath by that walking idea, certainly more than 50 steps, but they're picking the grains, the heads of grain, and eating them, which that would be work as well, picking that and eating them. And the Pharisees are grumbling. The Pharisees are grumbling about that. Well, first of all, Pharisees, what are you doing out there on the Sabbath? Isn't, isn't that against the Sabbath too? But that's neither here nor there. But they're grumbling that they see the, 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 the disciples doing this. And Jesus confronts them about David and his men uh, when they were on the run from uh, King Saul and how they, uh, they did this action, that they went into the temple and ate this bread that was set aside for God that only the priests could do. And so he uses scripture against them and, and in a sense, entraps them, but then points them to the larger issue. He's saying, listen, God in the Psalms says, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. I desire mercy. That's, that's where the law is pointing, right? The, the, the importance of the human being. Here are people who are hungry, but we're not talking about their hunger, right? We're not saying God's law fulfills uh, what it is that we long for. Um, we're simply saying, Okay, this man-made part that we surrounded God's law with, we surrounded and put all these man-made ideas around God's law of what it means to keep the Sabbath. They're breaking those rather than looking and saying, there were people that are hungry and they no longer are. Brothers and sisters, the point here, and, and I'll be quiet, is are we caught up today can we look at ourselves today and our own actions and, and ask ourselves, are we going through the motions in our love of God today, only today? And are there ways that we can be jarred out of that and, um, and make it a fair and a fair of the heart again? Because God desires that, that action of the heart. And that's why he, I think he's pointing to the Psalm, um, but contemplate instead, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. We can make it, brothers and sisters, so that we don't eat meat any Friday. The church used to do that, right? Not just during Lent. And then we can simply set up ways that we uh, go about not eating meat on Friday, on all Fridays in our life. Um, but does that bring us closer to God? It can, most certainly can. Or it most certainly can simply be a habit. That, that we go through. God is, I, I don't believe, is honored by habits. He's honored by conscious decisions of the heart to honor him and to honor who we are as individuals and to honor other human beings. And, and when we do this uh, on the Sabbath or on other days, I think we honor God. God desires and, and I'll stop with this. God desires your heart actively and my heart actively involved, making decisions that bless him, that bless one another, and lift up their life. I think, I think in looking at these hungry disciples, I think an honoring of them would have been, come to my house and let me make you a feast in the midst of your hunger, even though that may violate our law today. Let me, uh, let me be hospitable to you. Um, and, and in, uh, I'll say solving, that's not the word I'm looking for, in taking away that longing, uh, I am communing with you and, and um, 
and we are 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 in that relationship. Uh, and 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 because we're in relationship, we're honoring love that led law, which is love, and not just simply looking at the external. Listen, we need to be people who honor the Sabbath. I think we may have gone too far in in if can society now this is a good question for me. I know I said I'd end on that last point, but this just came to my mind. If we are no different than everybody else when it comes to our, our, on the Sabbath, now for us, you and I, that's Sunday, right? If we look no differently than everybody else on Sundays, I don't think we're honoring the Sabbath here either. I think people should look at us somehow and say, how do we honor the Sabbath? Because it's more than simply going to church. How do we set aside and simply say, okay, I'm going to encounter this day as well, I think we've gone too far on the other side. This is, ah, you know, let's just treat it as any other day. God invites the Sabbath for our fullness of life to honor us fully in our human endeavor. And I think we've gone too far in that we don't set it aside any longer. On the other side of the coin, the Pharisees, I think, have gone too far in, uh, in setting aside these man-made laws around it. Uh, and, and are missing the heart of it. I think both sides have something to learn from the beauty of what honoring the Sabbath is. That's plenty for today, more than I intended. Let's pray, and, uh, and, and I wish you a wonderful weekend in the midst of this, um, and that somehow we can set aside time simply honoring God in the midst of our upcoming Sabbath. So let's, uh, let's conclude with prayer. Trusting that our God knows exactly what we need, right? In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The fifth luminous mystery, the institution, the gift of the Eucharist to us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.
Brothers and sisters, have a wonderful weekend. Blessings. Thanks for breaking open God's word. And let's see if you and I somehow can engage our hearts uh, in whatever it is that we are actively working with those others in our lives that, again, easy to go through the, the motions with because we know them, they know us. But let's actively engage our hearts with our wonderful God and with those beloved women and men in our lives uh, this coming weekend. God's peace. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday, July the 16th. We've made it through another week. Uh, thanks be God. And uh, I hope that whenever you see this, wherever you this, you feel God's abundant grace and presence. One beside you, because you and I, and uh, what a wonderful thing that is. Hey, so today, uh, we're going to jump into the Word of God, and we're going to jump into the 12th chapter. We finished the 11th chapter of Matthew yesterday. Going to be a little bit shorter podcast today, uh, because yesterday was so lengthy. Trying to be better. Uh, but sometimes it takes and goes. So today, we're going to focus on the law. Matthew 12, verses 1 to 8, if you'd like to follow along. Let's see what God has for us today within his word, okay? A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus was going through a field of grain on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry and began to pick the heads of grain and eat them. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, See, your disciples are doing what is unlawful to do on the Sabbath. He said to them, Have you not read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? How he went into the house of God and ate the bread of offering, which neither he nor his companions, but only the priests, could lawfully eat. Or have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath, the priests serving in the temple violate the Sabbath and are innocent. I say to you, something greater than the temple is here. If you knew what this meant, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, you would not have condemned these innocent men. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Familiar uh, gospel verse, right? And, and really the theme which, which Jesus is bringing us to is also familiar. Uh, my goodness, we, we went through this maybe ad nauseum during the Sermon on the Mount, right? Where, where we're talking about what law is. But not only what law is, but where it points us to. So we revisit that. Why do we revisit that so often? Because, brothers and sisters, we can forget. I, I think, it's certainly true for me. I, I suspect it's true for you. I think Jesus keeps coming back to it because I think, again, I love that line, forgive, I, I can't remember exactly where it is, but he knows the heart of humanity. Why? because it's who he is. And he knows that we can fall into this easy pattern. What is that pattern? We can fall into the pattern of simply going through the motions, simply becoming a routine. We can go through something and it just becomes rote and not an affair of the heart. And, and so there are occasions in our life, maybe very often, where we need to be jarred, we need to be shaken out of that routine and those rote actions and thoughts, those rote actions and words in order that it may again become that affair of the heart. Here is, is just a, you know one example of many, right? Where the, okay, so the disciples are going through the field of grain, so they're walking. Now, one is only supposed to be able to walk so far on the Sabbath. Uh, I believe the law said you could walk, you know, 50 steps or something uh, uh, and, and no more. And if so, you had to go out and feed your, your oxen. You had to go out and, and take care of one of your animals. 
and it was they were more than 50 steps away, well, they had to wait. They couldn't be fed that day, you know, and, uh, and, and somehow does that honor God because a man-made law, not that, that honoring the Sabbath is a man-made law, but the man-made law is how many steps can you do? What is dishonoring the Sabbath? Is 51 steps, but 50 is okay? What is that maxim? Jesus uses it in another place. Well, you know, which one of you wouldn't, wouldn't you know, help your oxen out of a pit or, or a donkey or whatever had they fallen in one? You know, and, and whether it's 51 steps or, or 49, that we're losing the, the premise of what it, it's pointing us to. Now, keep holding holy the Sabbath is indeed a law and a wonderful law uh, designed to honor God and to design to honor humanity. Um, oh, you know, Richard Rohr, not Richard Rohr, excuse me, Ron Rollheiser has written extensively on it. Uh, he writes a column weekly and writes on what Sabbath is and, and what, it, what it brings to us. Uh, and so if you've never uh, read any Ron Rollheiser, he's fantastic. Uh, uh, Father Ron, an ordered priest within our, our church. But uh, just talks about how, you know, the Sabbath is meant to set aside so we don't become slaves to our own notions of, of our own importance or slaves to work or slaves to, to that realization that, brothers and sisters, I can be taken out of this world, that, that I'm not that important, that the world will continue on without me. And the Sabbath reminds us of that, that when we set it aside as that day of rest, that it's, it'll still be there with all its wonders and beauty and all of its problems on that next day when we enter back into it. Um, and, uh, and, and how we honor that by honoring how we're made as humans. Well, here, okay, so they're walking through this field of grain on the Sabbath. Sorry, got a little, you know, sidetracked with that. And the disciples were hungry. So not only are they breaking the Sabbath by that walking idea, certainly more than 50 steps, but they're picking the grains, the heads of grain, and eating them, which that would be work as well, picking that and eating them. And the Pharisees are grumbling. The Pharisees are grumbling about that. Well, first of all, Pharisees, what are you doing out there on the Sabbath? Isn't, isn't that against the Sabbath too? But that's neither here nor there. But they're grumbling that they see the, 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 the disciples doing this. And Jesus confronts them about David and his men uh, when they were on the run from uh, King Saul and how they, uh, they did this action, that they went into the temple and ate this bread that was set aside for God that only the priests could do. And so he uses scripture against them and in a sense entraps them, but then points them to the larger issue. He's saying, listen, God in the Psalms says, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. I desire mercy. That's, that's where the law is pointing, right? The, the, the importance of the human being. Here are people who are hungry, but we're not talking about their hunger, right? We're not saying God's law fulfills uh, what it is that we long for. Um, we're simply saying, okay, this man-made part that we surrounded God's law with, we surrounded and put all these man-made ideas around God's law of what it means to keep the Sabbath. They're breaking those rather than looking and saying, there were people that are hungry and they no longer are. Brothers and sisters, the point here, and, and I'll be quiet, is are we caught up today? Can we look at ourselves today and our own actions and, and ask ourselves, are we going through the motions in our love of God today, only today? And are there ways that we can be jarred out of that and, um, and make it a fair and a fair of the heart again? 
because God desires that, that action of the heart. And that's why he, I think he's pointing to the psalm, um, but contemplate instead, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. We can make it, brothers and sisters, so that we don't eat meat any Friday. The church used to do that, right? Not just during Lent. And then we can simply set up ways that we uh, go about not eating meat on Friday, on all Fridays in our life. Um, but does that bring us closer to God? It can, most certainly can, or most certainly can simply be a habit that, that we go through. God is, I, I don't believe, is honored by habits. He's honored by conscious decisions of the heart to honor him and to honor who we are as individuals and to honor other human beings. And, and when we do this, uh, on the Sabbath or on other days, I think we honor God. God desires, and, and I'll stop with this, God desires your heart actively and my heart actively involved, making decisions that bless him, that bless one another, and lift up their life. I think, I think in looking at these hungry disciples, I think an honoring of them would have been, come to my house and let me make you a feast in the midst of your hunger. Even though that may violate our law today, let me, uh, let me be hospitable to you. Um, and, and in, I'll say solving, that's not the word I'm looking for, in taking away that longing, uh, I am communing with you and, and, um, and we are, are, are in that relationship. Uh, and, and, and because we're in relationship, we're honoring love, that, that law, which is love, and not just simply looking at the external. Listen, we need to be people who honor the Sabbath. I think we may have gone too far. In, in if, can society, now this is a good question for me. I know I said I'd end on that last point, but this just came to my mind. If we are no different than everybody else when it comes to our, our, on the Sabbath, now for us, you and I, that's Sunday, right? If we look no differently than everybody else on Sundays, I don't think we're honoring the Sabbath here either. I think people should look at us somehow and say, how do we honor the Sabbath? Because it's more than simply going to church. How do we set aside and simply say, okay, I'm going to encounter this day as well. I think we've gone too far on the other side. This is, ah, you know, let's just treat it as any other day. God invites the Sabbath for our fullness of life to honor us fully in our human endeavor. And I think we've gone too far in that we don't set it aside any longer. On the other side of the coin, the Pharisees, I think, have gone too far in, uh, in setting aside these man-made laws around it. Uh, and, and are missing the heart of it. I think both sides have something to learn from the beauty of what honoring the Sabbath is. That's plenty for today, more than I intended. Let's pray, and, uh, and, and I wish you a wonderful weekend in the midst of this, um, and that somehow we can set aside time simply honoring God in the midst of our upcoming Sabbath. So let's, uh, let's conclude with prayer, trusting that our God knows exactly what we need, right? In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The fifth luminous mystery, the institution, the gift of the Eucharist to us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, 
now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters, have a wonderful weekend. Blessings. Thanks for breaking open God's word. And let's see if you and I somehow can engage our hearts uh, in whatever it is that we are actively working with those others in our lives that, again, easy to go through the, the motions with because we know them, they know us. But let's actively engage our hearts with our wonderful God and with those beloved women and men in our lives uh, this coming weekend. God's peace.